Welcome to the Wealth of Wellbeing podcast with your host, Christy McCarley. If you are in the pursuit of your best life, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is a collection of tips, tricks, stories, and reminders for us to live by. My aim is for you to learn something, feel better than you do right now, and hopefully become a more positive version of yourself. Let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to The Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. This is episode 13, and we'll be getting a little bit more in our feelings today as we talk about grief. Now, I feel like quite a few people do talk about grief, but I wanted to address it from how you deal with it yourself and being kind to yourself whilst you do, as well as the other lens where it is talking about not only how you support others when they're going through grief, but also how you communicate what you need when you're going through grief to the people who are around you, who are there to support you. So for some of those of you who know me personally, or even if you don't, I have probably mentioned it, I lost my beautiful little man, it was my little family dog, Charlie McCarley, a few months ago now. And it honestly, I knew it was coming, I knew he was 16 years of age, I could see the week before he passed away that he was very sick he stopped eating he wasn't very alert he was still getting himself out of bed but he was sleeping majority of the time and the not eating part was the hard one for me because he always had such a good appetite and I just thought that that was old age but it turns out that unfortunately it was an oral cancer And when the vets found it, we were immediately like, you've got to let him go. And it broke me. It broke my family. And even talking about it now, it still hurts me. I've had Charles since I was 11 years of age. So my mum grew up with a dog. It was like a little sausage dog. And so she was always a fan of dogs. And so growing up, I knew that she liked dogs. My dad did not grow up with pets. But as I grew up, I was like, oh, I just really want a dog. I don't know what it was, but I think I was surrounded by them with family, friends, or some of my cousins had dogs. And I just loved them. So every time I'd see a pet store, I would drag my parents to the pet store just to see the dogs. And one day... I was fortunate enough to drag them to a pet store and we found Charles and we took him home that Sunday afternoon and anyone who knew me when I was 11 years of age or even 12 plus, (laughs) I'd show you pictures of Charles, you know lots about him and he brought so much joy to my life. So I'm very thankful that we had him. But it does make it so much harder when you are so attached to something to deal with the fact that they are no longer in your life. I had dealt with grief prior to Charles as well in the form of mainly grandparents. 
and that was really tough for me as well. I think this is the point that I'm trying to make is everyone goes through grief in such a different manner and we all need different things in terms of support when we're going through it. So a few things. Number one, stop being so hard on yourself. Now it's very different when you lose a grandparent or you lose a family member. Everyone kind of understands that and they understand why you're upset and that it's going to take you a while to get over it. But when it's losing a pet, you almost feel guilty for feeling so upset because in some people's minds, it's just an animal. But those of you who know and have pets and have lost them before, you will know how important they are to your family unit and so losing them is like losing a family member it doesn't matter that they are furry and pet like it just means that it hurts just as much so please be kind to yourself and don't feel like you can't be sad because you can if you're at the office and you're feeling sad give yourself some time have a cry do whatever is going to make you feel good because that's what it's all about. And don't put time pressure on yourself either. Just because Charles passed away a couple months ago does not mean that I'm not going to get upset talking about him or reminiscing on him being here with me again, you know? There is no timeline. You could struggle with the fact that someone is no longer with you for many, many months or years. I still think about my grandparents who have passed away on special occasions. So my mum's mum was incredibly sick before she passed away. And I have her first name as my middle name, which I've always found incredibly special. And I lost her when I was about, I want to say 16. And I still miss her so often I think it's more when I think about periods in my life where I'm like oh she would be so proud or she'd be so excited for me or I really want to show her something that I bought because she loved shopping and so whenever my sister or I or mum even buy something nice we're always like oh she would have loved it so I think you will always be a little bit sad when you think about the fact that they're no longer here but I think what's important is you've got such fond memories what's important is you realize that for some reason they weren't meant to stick around for longer and everyone's different in terms of their faith and whatnot I'd like to believe in my mind that when someone passes Somehow they are still connected to you. They can still tell when things are going on. They can still bring you good luck. That's just how I like to think of it. I don't know where they go. I don't know what happens. But I like to believe that aspect of it because it does make it hurt a little bit less. So please be kind to yourself. Please don't put pressure on yourself to be over it in a certain period of time because In some cases, you will not be over it ever. And it's more just, hopefully, it hurts a little bit less as time progresses, like with everything. 
So the second part that I wanted to talk about is more about helping those that are grieving. So the other side of the fence. So if I am trying to help somebody who is grieving, I am making sure that they feel like it's been acknowledged. Not only that I'm acknowledging it, but that I'm here for them when or if they need me. I'm not going to put pressure on them to see me or talk to me about it or anything like that. It's on their terms. And then I think it's just making sure that you're not diminishing anything to do with who they've lost. So for me, a lot of the people that I've lost, yes, they've probably had long lives. In the case of Charles, right, he was 16. He was only meant to last till about 16 anyway. And I did know that. But it does not mean that it hurts any less. does not mean that I was ever prepared for it. So sometimes saying things like that, whilst it comes from a really good place, and if you're the one hurting, please don't take that as an offensive remark because it's not one. It comes from a place of love. But just if you are trying to support someone, sometimes that sort of commentary is not helpful and that's something to keep in mind. I think the main thing for me is if you're the one grieving and you've got a lot of people around you trying to support and look after you during that hard time is you cannot assume that they know how to navigate this situation with you, okay? That's a whole nother podcast topic that we can talk about is communication of your needs. Now, there's some things that are very obvious, respect, communication, kind of affection, and yeah, there's a whole lot of basic needs, right, which is kind of universal. But your needs are going to definitely differ from mine, right? So we might be going through very, very similar circumstances, and you need something very different from your support network than what I need from mine. And how are our support people meant to know how to handle us or how to support us in the best way that they can. And if you're sitting there and you're like, they should just know, it's obvious. It's not obvious. So please, please, please communicate your needs and be comfortable with communicating those needs. I might need initially some space. I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm going to spend time with my family. And I honestly, I can't talk right now might be my mindset at the time but then as time progresses I actually need some fun I need some change I need to look at a whole bunch of photos and cry and then I need to have some distractions you know so there's there's going to be a lot of things that make sense for me don't make sense for others so please don't be afraid to communicate your needs and Please don't take it out on the support people that are around you if they're not showing up for you, if you haven't communicated those. You have communicated those and then they're not showing up still. A little bit of a different ball game. But if you haven't communicated it, please don't assume that they know what to do. They are potentially walking on eggshells and feeling really uncomfortable with navigating this alongside you. So please be kind whilst you're hurting. So I think we're going to leave it there, but I just want to wrap up to say, I know this was a heavy topic, 
please, please, please be kind to yourself when you're going through grief. Know that it's not one size fits all. It is not time bound. And you need to communicate your needs for support whilst you are going through grief to those people around you so that you actually do feel like you've got the support that you need to get through this tough time. And you will get through it. It will hurt for a while. You'll go through waves of emotion. And that is completely and utterly normal. So thank you so much for listening again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will talk to you again very soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you might want to send it to somebody that you know and love. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, so that you can keep getting your dose of Christy every week. Thank me later.